We're back. Well, I'm back for another edition, another installment of the Alamonte Show Report. I'm your host, Donnell Alamonte Morris. Here we go. As I turn this down, good crisp music. So, before I get into my next piece, I want to thank each and every one of you for subscribing and enjoying and loving this show. But all I ask of you, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And then I mentioned subscribe. As much as I love the downloads, I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. But it would be great that y'all would subscribe so when I produce great content that y'all will be the first to know. So, with all that being said, let's go to wrestling. I have been a big wrestling fan for the longest. You know how the internet has uh, become a big influence on how we digest information as well as let us know things before it all comes out to the world and wrestling has been a big proponent to that as we like to call them the dark sheets dirt sheets I mean dark sheet why I mean say dark sheet might as well call them dirt sheet basically they will go by rumors from quote-unquote insiders of what's going on in the wrestling world on who's leaving who's going to join the company to mostly anything that in the words of kayfabe should be kept behind closed doors but unfortunately it does comes out to the bladder and the fans will either have an idea of what's going to happen or they just wait for it to happen this story is one of them with CM Punk. First of all, let's get started with CM Punk. A lot of y'all already had your issues with CM Punk since his pipe bomb that he made when he was with the WWE. Everybody remember that pipe bomb where he basically told off CM Punk. I mean, I see. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cena, John Cena, y'all remember that. Uh, he told off Triple H by calling him his first name and Vince McMahon and his daughter. I mean, the list goes on and on on how he just basically blasted WWE during that time. Which, to tell y'all the truth, CM Punk wasn't the first wrestler to do it. Undertaker, if y'all go back in the day, he said some things. Jeff Jarrett. Remember, he held the company hostage for money that was owed to him. So CM Punk wasn't the first ones to did the quote-unquote pipe bomb. But 
a lot of y'all who are against them now were the same ones. Listen to me. Were the same ones that were sitting there saying, yeah, that's right. We're so sick and tired of John Cena. Because y'all knew y'all was, at that time, sick and tired of seeing CM Punk every Monday. Every pay-per-view. Winning championships. Having a tireless feud with Randy Orton. And always being on top. And never turning him heel. So when y'all saw CM Punk said the things he said, a lot of y'all was on board. But then, when this man walked away from the WWE for all the issues he was having, legit issues, might I add, y'all thought he was a quitter. And then when he went on that podcast with his ex-friend, Coca Bandit's podcast and said all those things, even though some of y'all understood, the rest of y'all was still saying he was a quitter. And now he comes to AEW, y'all all cheered, celebrated that he's back in wrestling. And now we have this issue where he basically did another pipe bomb in the freaking presser and got into a fight with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, his team versus the Elite, and got suspended. And a lot of y'all are saying that it was his fault. That CM Punk needs to get fired. That he needs to walk away. If he leaves the AEW, it's no different way he did with WWE. Like wrestling fans, y'all the most y'all are just as bad as NASCAR fans. Nothing can please y'all. One minute you're happy. Then next minute you're mad. You celebrated CM Punk for doing the pipe bomb. To hating him for walking away. Even after going on his friend's, well, his ex-friend podcast, saying all these things on why he quit the WWE. Then y'all celebrated him again when he joined the AEW. And then this happened. Now, all of a sudden, y'all saying, well, it's well expected. That's CM Punk. Y'all are horrible. Downright garbage. Trash. It's like, what do y'all want from this man? Y'all would never understand somebody else's life until you put yourself in their shoes. We still don't know the ins and outs of that fight. I don't care how many certified wrestling reporters been reporting on it. They wasn't there. Until I hear it from the horse's mouth, until I hear it from from um, the Jacksons, not not the Jacksons, Jacks. You know what I'm talking about. Nat and uh, Matt and Nick Jackson, Kenny Omega, or CM Punk himself. We're never going to know what the heck happened. 
we're never going to know what started the fight. We're just going to go by what he or she said about what. Period. It's and a lot of y'all just jumped on it even before all the other details was coming out. Y'all was sitting there saying that CM Punk always had a history of doing this. He always did this. Y'all should not be fooled because he just don't get along with nobody in the locker room anyway. Which is <laughs> it's quite telling. Of us as wrestling fans. But let me give you my take. On how I feel. What happened. Or the details quote unquote. Of allegedly of what happened and what led to that fight. It happens in any locker room. Geniuses. Doesn't matter if it happened in a WWE locker room, happened in an Impact locker room, or even an independent show locker room. It happens. Doesn't matter if the wrestlers are divas or they felt like they got offended or a spot didn't happen the way as they discussed. These things happen. We just can't put this all on CM Punk. Yes, the comments that he said deserves a reaction. Yes. But let's not pretend. This don't happen all the time. That CM Punk is the only one that does this. Because I'm going to tell you this too. Even though Tony Khan had to play damage control, which he does because he is the CEO. He is the man at AEW, the head booker. In the back of his mind, he's like, at least AEW's name is out there. Everybody's talking about it more than NXT or Raw or SmackDown. And it sickens me, even on the YouTube, uh, all these other wrestling shows that report on another re- on reports, sitting there saying this is a bad look for the company. And I'm sitting there, no, it's not. And then they're saying, well, it's rumors that Nick and Matt Jackson are in talks with WWE. Why would they take that same road that Cody Rose did? Why? To tell you the truth, when Cody Rose jumped ship, that was a trader trader move. That was a bitch move by him. I said what I said. I should make another piece about it, but I'm a, let me just lean on that real quick. People are sitting there saying, well, now since Cody Rose did that, his, his stock was going high. No, it's not. That just proves when you got a quarterback. I'm going to use my Dallas Cowboys, for example. And good thing Dak Prescott haven't haven't done this. That's like him being the starting quarterback. He gets hurt. 
And now the coach is telling him, well, you're going to have to be limited in practice when he feels that he's ready. Which in this case, Tony Khan took his EVP role from him. And he felt some type of way. A company that he probably was preaching to Tony Khan about. And Tony Khan took it on. But Tony Khan felt like Cody Rose's direction was not the best one. So he took his Rose away. He got butt hurt and he left. Which he could have stood his ground and told Tony Khan, look, I was the one that pitched the idea. You should let me have somewhat of control. But not trying to take away from this piece, but that's for another piece. But all in all, what Cody Rhodes did was not a smart move. It was no move that people should be praised him upon or anything like that. It shouldn't be. Just saying. And if I was Tony Khan, if he ever wanted to come back, I would be like, nope. But anyways... CM Punk does not deserve all this scrutiny of him being a a noisemaker, a troublemaker. Because if y'all put him in that category, you should put majority of the wrestlers that's in his situation, in his position, in that category too as well. You don't think Sean Cena was a, was a diva? You don't think Undertaker was a diva? JBL, Chris Jericho, John Moxley. And these are guys that I respect. And y'all will say the same thing too. Y'all respect these guys. Y'all like these guys. Y'all grew up on these guys. But you don't think backstage that they wasn't too much of a prima donna? When they go to their writers and they sit there and tell them, like, this is what I want. I want to win every match. I don't want to help this guy get over. You don't think that they sit down with the bookers? Sat down with the producers and told told them these things. Only difference is CM Punk, like he did with the pipe bomb in WWE, he did it publicly on how he felt. Now, to meet y'all in the middle, if I was Tony Khan, I would have talked to CM Punk before the presser or had somebody from public relations talk to him somebody of higher importance go to him and be like hey what you gonna say is dot 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 or what you got in your mind now don't go out there and say that Keep it more about the match, how you're a champion, blase, blase, but don't talk about that. So, Tony Khan dropped the ball on that. Let's be for real. It's like trusting your dog to obey you. While you're outside in public without a leash. Y'all know how that goes. As my uncle says, a dog got teeth. 
You can tell me that the dog don't bite, but the dog got teeth at the end of the day. Meaning you don't know what the hell is going to happen. That dog could be obedient. You get give the dog cold words and it listens. But when you take the dog out there to public, definitely if it sees another dog, good luck. So Tony Khan dropped the ball on that. Now, with that out the way, CM Punk still have every right to say how he feel. Or wherever the questions he's asked, he can answer it any way he wants to. And a lot of y'all sitting there saying it wasn't right for what he said. That man have every right to say what he want to. Whatever question is asked of him, whatever come to his mind, he can answer the way that he want to. Mind you, we already said that Tony Khan dropped the ball on this. He should have talked to him before this. But even in that moment, Tony Khan could have interfered. He could have said next question. Or could have just jumped in. Put this little sidebar on it and me on to the next question. Tony Khan didn't do that. But other than that, CM Punk have every right to answer the way that he wanted to. You may not like it. But that's on you. And then this um problem that he's having with Heyman Page Adam Page. Y'all sitting there saying, well, CM Punk should never called out Adam Page like that. Um, as much as I love Adam Page, he's a fellow Virginian, just like I am. He lives in more of the southern part of Virginia. We cannot have amnesia and realize that the week before, when CM Punk wasn't there, what he said about CM Punk. Because remember, CM Punk was still out with injury. And he said the things he said. So y'all literally telling me CM Punk can't say nothing back? It was fair game. It was fair game. So, once again, my wrestling fans... What point are you getting? Like, what's the point? Hold on real quick. All right, I'm back. Had to, had to take a little break. Um, but like I was saying, wrestling fans, like, for real, you, y'all got to realize, what do y'all want? Like, there's a lot of things I can't say about Triple H. But I respect the man, what he's doing for wrestling now. He's not seen as a sports entertainment He's seeing it for what it is. Wrestling. That's a lot of things I can say about 
Vish Man, which I did. I did a piece on him. But my take is this. But my take... My take is this. Wrestling fans. You can't pick and choose what you should be outraged about. You can't just use this outrage because you already hate the person without actually looking at it logically and using your common sense about the situation. Period. You cannot you you just cannot just use your hate as a reason to when you hear these things about wrestlers you don't like to be like, "Yeah. I knew it." Without actually looking at the details. Because at the end of the day. We're not going to know what's going to. We don't know what actually happened with the fight. No matter how detailed. We get it from these outsiders. Or people that happen. To be in the area. Of what happened. If I'm not hearing it from Kenny Omega. If I'm not hearing it from. Matt and Nick Jackson. Or CM Punk. Or CM Punk's trainer. Or the train CM Punk's trainer's wife. Or any officials that was there to break it up. Even the dog. It was apparently a dog that was there. I could care less. I wasn't there. You wasn't there. And we should not put CM Punk in this category of being a diva WWE, uh, WWE uh, wrestler. Problematic wrestler. When I guarantee you, your favorite athletes that are wrestlers were the same damn way. They just know how to hide it. Or just know who's going to run their mouths. So wrestling fans, stop the cap. And then also um, WWE fans. Y'all haven't been wrestling fans since now that Triple H is saying that we're not sports entertainment no more. We're wrestling. Because WWE never count themselves as being a wrestling company. There was a sports entertainment. And it's been like that since 1991. Just saying. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to head on out. Once again, I want to thank everybody for downloading and listening to the show. Now, I just need y'all to subscribe. Share this with your family. Share this with your mom, your sister, your side piece, whoever. Share this show. And once again, this has been the Alamonte Show Report. I have been your host, Donna Alamonte Morris. I love y'all. Y'all have a good one. Catch you later. Bye, y'all.